going on team how we doing out there guess what it's just gonna be me today joel is not feeling the best and uh hopefully he's feeling a little bit better um he'll be back i'm i'm pretty sure tomorrow but i'm gonna be with you here at the close we'll take a look at what stocks are moving in the market what caught your radar and of course we'll talk all about the fomc minutes that were just released at 2 p.m what was the most important line? Find out right here on At The Close. Let's get right into the action. And for the last week, gonna sunset this last intro, but man, Spencer. All right, it is time for pre-market prep at the close. Three consecutive highs opened, matched yesterday's low, and then once it took out there, that's all the breakout momentum traders needed. Yes, drink the ginger ale, the ginger ale. I love ginger ale. <laughs> Let's get into the action. Let's go towards the spy charts. Uh, right now, of course, I'm I'm not going to do the, the full rundown for us, but I'll try to give us what we normally go through. The spy, as you guys can see, Pretty much not much change from the open. I mean, we opened here at 382.56. We're at 382.59. Pretty much unchanged on the day. A lot of chop fest. That's right. That's definitely what it is out there. And a lot of action today. Up and down. A lot of news catalysts. We'll get into it. Like always, if there was one stock that caught your attention, definitely throw it up in the chat and we'll make sure that we cover it. All right, so let's get right towards, of course, what everyone was focusing on is, I'm sure, is the Fed minutes, right? Everyone was waiting towards that to come out. Of course, 10 a.m., we did get a little bit of a shakeup, and that was the jolts number. But let's talk about the minutes, right? We'll really quickly just give jolts numbers here. They came in a little bit over the estimate. ISM coming in also just a tiny bit under the expectation there. Uh, but this is the line that I think is very important for you guys to catch in, of course, the Fed minutes. And, of course, you guys can check our recap that we have on Benzinga if you guys want to go ahead and check that out. But the most important line that I got in the minutes is especially this one. And number of participants emphasize that, of course, it would be important to clearly communicate that a slowing in the pace of the rate increases was not an indication of any weakening of the committee's resolve to achieve its price stability goal or a judgment that inflation was already on a persistent downward path. This is what was included in the minutes. And this is definitely important because one of the things that is the long outlook here, right, is to get inflation down to 2%. And it's going to take a long time. They say it there. It's going to be a long-term goal. It's nothing that they see happening, you know, just down the street. No, they don't see it that happening by, let's say, the next meeting. No, that's not the truth. The truth is that we can't just automatically try to be optimistic when the Fed is still staying pessimistic here. That's what I see. They're not telling us that inflation's just completely coming down. No, they're just saying that we're starting to head in the right direction, but still long ways away from even a stop of the interest rates, let alone going towards a pivot 
Remember, team, I think this is where we're getting it twisted. We're confusing what pivot truly means. So what I did was I wanted to make it simple, right? I Pivot to me, and you guys can tell me in the chat what you guys think. Pivot to me means that we're cutting rates, not stopping or slowing them down. Investopedia's definition, I felt was spot on, is that a Fed pivot occurs when the underlining economy has changed to such a degree that the Fed can no longer maintain its existing monetary policy. Is this what we're seeing? Nowhere near what we're seeing. So I think that this is what we need to continue to watch. What are going to give us signs that this is actually happening? Well, that's going to be the jobs numbers jumping through the roof. The consumer breaking down the demand, right? Inflation coming down. But the most important is if the economy just starts deteriorating. That's what we'll need to see. If the economy just starts deteriorating and we stop getting the kind of the price stability that we have right now, they're, they're looking to reclaim that price stability, right? We might find some instability and some financial crisis concerns if we start seeing the economy just collapse underneath us. That's when you can see the Fed pivot. Or maybe potentially we still have what's called the soft landing where the jobs number doesn't spike. We don't go in recession and it continuously do what? Raise those interest rates all the way until 2%. And will they break something eventually? I think so. But like always, if you guys are in the camp of softest landing, it could still happen. But it's very unlikely in my eyes. All right, let's move out of the talk about the Fed. We can talk about that all day long. You guys in the chat can kind of uh, continue talking about it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a look at what was moving in the markets. But as you guys can see, the SPY coming back down now towards 3170s. And it felt to me today like we, we were getting that January effect. We were getting a nice little lift. I'll show this with Tesla coming up. But it was very short-lived. And a lot of this on what? I think the Fed minutes just kind of ruined this, but that's how it is and how quickly things can get turned around. Let's talk about what happened in Tesla today. We can take a look here as I was watching the stock and I could see that it was starting to recover that 110 area. Then I was looking for it to hold the 111s and get through the high. Eventually it got through that 112 going up there to 114 now has been going sideways here off the 112. I do think that people took another shot off the 108 area as this came down right before the open there towards 107.28, recovered. By the time the open came, it was at 107.71 and reclaimed almost immediately right back up through that 108. And then on this dip here where you went to 107.82s, that's where I feel there's a lot of traders stuck. So if you're thinking, where are the traders long? Probably that... Well, 108 area for Tesla. If that cracks again, I would be concerned. But if that holds here, you could have some swing trades to the upside. We'll just have to wait and see on Tesla if we get some bad news to come in. All right, we'll see what else is going on. Just broke the uptrend line. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of drawing this kind of line, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what chart are you using? Maybe I can use a five minute. I mean, if you wanted, you could just do like kind of this kind of line right now. We'll see if that kind of can hold these pullbacks, get that next move to 114. SPY overall, as you guys can see, went down today, but uh, disaster stocks, right? Microsoft, 
big hit on Microsoft to the downside. Not a good look here as you're seeing this get hit. And then I also saw negative outlook in AWS for Amazon. And I saw some ratings for the downside on Amazon. And then you can see here, Amazon definitely getting hit. And it looks like there's a leaked document that shows Amazon's seller lending business is booming, but the company's economists are worried about defaulters. That coming from business insiders, there's a lot going on there in Amazon today and a lot of analysts coming out. Amazon definitely coming right back down and we gotta be careful. If our leaders are gonna continue to get hit, that's where I say, watch out for the downside action. As you saw what in Apple today, rejection of the VWAP right here. I, when we started coming back above on Apple, I said, are we going to break right back below this and then use the VWAP as resistance? Look at that resistance rejection right back down to the 125s. This looks to me like it wants to make another leg lower. Going to be watching to see if Apple can break that 124.17 tomorrow and continue the downside action. All right, we'll see what else is going on. And... Russicles bringing up a Joel point. I like that. We don't have Joel today, so you guys can bring up the points. I like it. Joel's point yesterday was valuable that the new analyst projections are going to further drive prices, potentially to the downside. Well, uh, that's definitely could be true. I mean, at the end of the day, one thing that we've been seeing is a little bit of optimism towards the brand new year. But the truth is things haven't changed. We're just trying to get some seasonality, trying to jump on the January effect, trying to jump on the Santa Claus rally. We're trying to jump on any type of rally. That shows me more and more how the Bulls really just want to take control. But do they have control? Seems to me like the Bears are still winning. All right, we'll get into some other stocks. And yeah, if you guys got tickers, get ready to drop them. I'll run through them. I got no problem. I'm just kind of going through what I saw today was important. And then we'll get into stocks from you guys. We'll let you guys run the show in a second. All right. And the big thing for me is also looking at what's in the lead, what's not, right? Well, technology actually in the red today, keeping a close eye because technology could make the step back or it could take another leg lower. A company that we were really watching this morning, CRM, right? Salesforce. You can see here, made that nice move in the pre-market. But right when we got to the bell, made a slight move to the upside, immediately pulling back. So we'll see if this one catches the bid here on a pullback, Salesforce, and can make that next step up. Of course, it's having to do with the cutting of 10% of their workforce. We'll see if this actually helps them in the long run and they can continue the lift. Oracle is one that I've been watching in this uh, industry to see if it can continue strong. And you guys can see here, Oracle making another step up, but also pulling back here. We'll see if this can keep holding the push. Uh, not looking too bad there, but the pullback off the high, uh, that's not a good outlook there on Oracle. Could have gave that last hurrah. We'll have to wait and see. Adobe is another one to keep on watch. Will it get out of this kind of symmetrical triangle, go towards the 350s, or will we cut back down through the 320s? Keep this in mind. All right, now I'm going to start going through stocks from you guys in the chat. Can go through different areas. Of course, I'm going to be watching to see if we eventually get solar to crack. One of the ones that I'm watching is First Solar. I feel like this is looks like a head and shoulders at the top on the daily. So starting call that yesterday, I tried to get in it short, just wasn't able to get in it. 
um, pretty much I had the order out, just didn't get filled. Um, and that happens. But first solar down to 145.22 today. I feel like if it starts letting go 145, this could really start breaking down. You guys can see it here. One, it tried to break out back towards the 148. It cuts through that 145. I feel like we'll get through that low on the 28th, which is uh, 142.35. And really quickly, solar can start breaking. The NPH is one definitely keep on watch. Uh, look how this has been just breaking down. This is why I feel that first solar could break because the EMPH is kind of leading the downside action. All right, getting out of solar. Let's start taking stocks from the chat. I saw a lot of EMPH. I got you social. Don't worry. We'll definitely get towards it. Uh, I'm going to scroll up to see if there's any other tickers that you guys were putting up. But uh, like always, if you have a ticker, throw it up right now and I'll make sure I get through it. Man, you wanted Roku first and then I got you. You'll be right next. Uh, we'll get into EMPH. All right. So the big thing, let's just stick on it since we're already there. EMPH coming, the 200-day moving average needs to hold there. Talked about that for a while. 245. If that doesn't hold there, you're right back towards prior resistance. I would be looking for a move right back down into this range around the 222s if that 245 doesn't hold. Big thing for me is using EMPH is more as an indicator for solar than really focusing on that EMPH stock now that it's already low here towards 250. I wouldn't want to be shorting this name because it's already made the move in my eyes, at least majority of the move. And they'd be kind of chasing now. But with that being said, leader laggard. We'll see if, the, if this lags behind it and starts breaking down. Um, and let's go towards the one that you wanted, which was Roku. Roku, of course, an ARKK favorite, uh, has come down here towards 41.95. So the big thing for me is just look to the left, right? What do you see? Well, this 42 is really being pesky. We've gotten through it twice now, 42.37, even 43.28. Can we get back and hold above 42? So you can see here today, we cracked it a couple of times, pulled back below it. Want to see it close above into the 42 handle, especially if we could close towards 42.75. We aren't going to be looking too bad on Roku. This is the type of stock that could get a little bit of a lift in the January effect. But of course, be careful because this company is still struggling and I don't see them turning around things anytime soon. All right, Argo blockchain to the moon. Well, there was definitely some blockchain stocks that got up today. Mara would be my first one to mention. And you guys can see this nice little pattern on the five minute. Or you guys can have looked at it on a shorter time frame. You could see how it held the support multiple times. Took that next step up on Mara. You could also be watching stocks like Hut, right? Or Argo. Argo is not doing as good as a day today. Um, Argo blockchain, right? Argo blockchain is... There it is. It's on the pink. Argo blockchain's on the pink already. Man, it doesn't last too long there. Um, but Riot is another one, right? Riot is a way that you guys can keep watch on these blockchain stocks. They got the nice little lift. I think these could get the push, right? These are the cheap names. They could keep pushing. Eventually, I think these are rips to sell. But for you day traders out there, there's nothing wrong with riding the momentum. All right, I'm going to keep going. Don't expect Disney's run to hold, says Toronto. Let's take a look there. Disney. Disney having a decent day today, back up towards 91.53. Has it starting to come back there to 92? Don't expect the biggest run from Disney, even if it were to get a little bit of a push. 
Um, we'll see if it can get back and really kind of recover here. Uh, the 93.12, this looks to me like a little bit of an extension up that could quickly be followed by a move right back down. I'm not feeling really confident about Disney. I just don't see how they're going to turn it around in 2023 and get all the way back up there towards, let's say, 140s, 150s, or even where it was, which was 200 just a little while ago. How long did this one take to do a 50% cut? About 1.8 years, two years, and it's cut down pretty much 50%. All right, we'll see what else is going on here. Uh, Mark Chakins, Rel, going to crack 20? Ooh, let me take a look there. We can actually ask uh, Mark Taken tomorrow, Change Agent. I'll make sure to try to get towards this one. If you don't see me talk about it, make sure you throw it up. We'll definitely ask Mark what he thinks about this one. Rel, as it's starting to turn right back to the downside, could break through that 20. I see that. Is it going to crack 20? Could. And if it does crack 20, will it just fill this gap? So you see this little up gap to the left-hand side. I'd be watching that gap to see if we fill that. And then maybe we bounce. But that's 1976 through to the 1950s. We'll see if we break through 20 first. First level to watch is that 28 low, 2015. All right, lithium dip buy. Ooh, what, are you, what about those lithium dip buys? I was seeing a lot of people taking a look at these. One thing that I like about this one is that if you look on the monthly, on the monthly it's held plenty of times, right? So that doesn't look too bad. One thing also to note, though, it could keep pulling back. I think one thing you just got to keep in mind, are you going to get a monthly reversal style candle? You definitely can. You know where your outs are, right? I wouldn't want to hold this through 16, but at least in this area from about 18 to 19, doesn't look too bad. If it can really get back above 24, maybe we recover. We'll see what happens on this one. Taking a lie on like LAC. Also seeing this pullback. Uh, MP materials is another one you guys can keep watch. This has been pulling back, but really look for SLQ or is it SLM? No, it's slim. Ah. SQM. Sorry about that team. Sometimes you get a little twisted. Uh, SQM. This is the one I want to see kind of reverse. This one was really strong. Look at the daily. It was breaking out 110, 110, 110, 110. Couldn't break out there. Then started to break down. I need this one to reverse for me so I can start looking at these chemical names and looking for a nice little leading kind of stock here. SQM, definitely one that I keep watch. Um, and there's also a, another major lithium name that I'm forgetting right now, but I'll keep rolling. Get out of lithium. Let's keep going with some other names that you guys are bringing up. Florida, Florida wants to check out CELH. Let's do it. Celsius Holdings. This is... To me, it's all about like kind of this 100. When we came back through that 100, I was looking to see if we would hold this pullback, get back through that 100 and hold 100 on pullbacks. Right now, that's what you're seeing when it comes back down. Now you just want to see it not break right back through that 100. If it does whoosh through that 100, I think you'll crack through that uh, January low of 97.13s. If it can hold 100, maybe it can just work its way right back here on the four-hour trend. Really, you want to get it back towards four, uh, 110, which is pretty ways away here. We'll see if it actually can start making its way back. Um, one thing with Celsius Holdings, I saw earlier today, Coke not looking too good and Pepsi not looking too good. So if those go, I don't think CELH uh, -E will be able to hold on. But of course, keep your eyes on it.
lot going on. I see you guys throwing up in the chat. PL finally rebounding. Yeah, that's one to keep an eye on. We'll see if it finally actually holds. Para, para, been a, a breakout that you've been waiting for, EKS? We'll see. I mean, this is the, the Warren Buffett pick, right? I mean, you can't go wrong betting with Warren, right? I mean, he hasn't done too bad, right? But of course, this one was up there towards 20 before, 2050. It's trying to make its move right back. I don't know about Para. The only thing is, is that who really is using Paramount Global as a streaming service? I know this one might make sense fundamentally wise, but I know I've never used this service. Let me know in the chat. Have you guys used it? Put a one in the chat. If you guys have used it in the last year, even, I'd be surprised to find out what you guys think. Capitalismo. Como estamos? Baba. Baba, not looking too bad. This is one that I am going to always, always look back at this date and be a little frustrated because this was the day that they pretty much told us in the media that Chinese stocks were going down. Panic, panic, panic. Instead, it was a nice turnaround for China stocks as you got the lift there from that bottoming action. Of course, that's at 24th down here. It's been a really good move here for these China stocks. And it's not just one of them, right? It's a lot of them. Even a Billy Billy continuing to move. All right, we'll see what else is making moves here. Too early for lithium, maybe later in the year. I would kind of agree with lithium. I think that you need to kind of take it easy. We'll see what happens there. Para going to buy the whole company and put Munger in 1923. <laughs> We'll see what happens if Warren can buy Para or not. I want to I want to know if he buys more Oxy on this pullback, but we'll have to wait and see. Looks like EKS didn't use it. Bill says he's using he's used it. I know I haven't. Uh, there's some ones actually. That's surprising to see that the, you guys tried to use it. I tried to cancel, but I can't. <laughs> That's horrible. You definitely get that canceled. I used Paramount one year because they had new South Park episodes. Well, that's what I use HBO Max um, and, and and like Hulu. But hey, to each his own, right? Whatever you guys use, it's not like Warner Brothers is doing any better, right? Could this get a little lift too? If we're looking at these type of cheap plays, Para, WBD, maybe something to keep in mind as you're seeing Para get a nice little run. WBD, Warner Brothers. We'll see what happens there. Let me go to Para's chart to see what we see in the intraday action you can see multiple topping, up one, down one, up two, down two, up three. I usually look for this support to hold. It broke. Now it's trying to come back down towards that next level support and break through. Big level for us is 1850, rejecting multiple times through there. Will you actually close above that 1850? That's a strong move if it can close right there towards that 1850. It's about 354. Only got about five minutes left there. We'll see what happens. Ah, there's another one. Am I the only one not watching Paramount? Seems like it. Uh, just to see some films, uh, films might not keep it. Yeah, I mean, it's cheap. I know that much. But I have I have like so many Netflix and others that I have never used it. Uh, they had new uh, specials. Hey, whatever works for them, right? U.S. government to work together on back. I don't know about all that. It's going to be tough for the U.S. government to release a cryptocurrency, I think. But maybe in 2025, like you, you wrote there, Stonk, can't be mad about that. Look at Para. 
like trying to close there towards that 1850. And it looks like we're getting a drive here in the market to close. Not looking too bad as we start recovering towards the VWAP. We'll see what happens there. Definitely, it's been a battle today. How's Tesla closing? Tesla holding that little pullback. Not looking too bad. I think there's going to be a lot of people holding towards that 108 that you got an opportunity for the stock to come back right towards these lows from the 27th and the 28th of December. Now starting to make its way up. WBD in value. Ah, I mean... Let's take a look. Let me see what I have as their uh, kind of their their PE here. I have price to sales at 0.5. I don't have a forward outlook, but I have a price to sales at 0.5. That's not much. I mean, we'll see if this can come back. But like always, Warner Brothers hasn't been the best. It's just been an ugly, ugly stock since that kind of disaster that happened. Para is included with Walmart Plus. Mm, that could be the thing there that's getting people a little bit pushed on that Para. All right, let's go to the S&P 500. Let's just take a look at what led the day from the open, right? That's what I always like to look at. And look at what's leading. Mm, surprise of the day, Carnival Corp. Carnival Corp getting a nice little lift, almost an 8% move. Royal Caribbean shortly behind that one with a 6.3% move from the open. Is these the stocks that we'll be looking at? Doesn't look too bad there. Royal Caribbean getting a little bit of a lift there. NCLH, how's that one? Nice little move also towards the close here as that one's starting to bounce back after it's been beaten down since that 18 move. Came down fast. Now starting to get a little bit of the bounce. All right, that's probably going to do it for me. I'm going to go ahead and take some more stocks from you guys, but... What's your thoughts on DXY? Actually, I saw DXY make a little dip earlier. I don't have it on this one, uh, but let me just take a little peek at it again. I did see that dip earlier at the 4 a.m. and then, of course, at the 10 a.m. Um, we need to get back below. And so one of the things that I would say about the dollar index is when are we going to break this 104? This 104 has been pesky. Pesky, pesky, pesky. It's been about three or four days that we're just bouncing around this 104, but we're still on the downtrend. And that's going to be a good thing for what type of stocks? The gold stocks. So Duke, uh, Duke, gold, uh, gold, not doing bad right now. You guys can see GOLD taking another step up. Not a bad move there in GOLD today as that got a nice little step up. Silver also getting a nice little day on the day that's, SVM, a cheaper name I'll go ahead and bring up. We don't talk about this one too much when we talk about silver, but nice little push here through the $3. And there's EX, uh, EXK that you guys can keep on watch. Really the main ones that we look at are AG, MAG, and then PAAS. Uh, this one definitely starting to get a nice little pushback also as you started getting through the 1750s. We'll look to see if silver can continue to push. And of course, if the dollar keeps coming down, that can help these types of stocks. Uh, the dollar and gold going in the same way. Weird. Yeah. Um, overall, gold is going in the same way. It's just it's a tough trade. I can't say anything about that. Uh, how is your Duke swing working out? Well, perfect, Rashad. I'll go ahead and I'll give you an update exactly on what I have there for Duke. Duke is even spiking right now. So it's not like I'm going to hide away from it, right? So I'll tell you exactly where I'm at. Right now, average is at 104.05.
and I'm trying to hold towards a 105.50. That's the risk for me. If we get above 105.50 and start breaking through this high here, the 105.52 from 12.14, I don't want to be in the stock because then they could continue to run. I'm really looking for this trend line to break and come right back down to the 100. Big thing for me is also is watching the XLU. The XLU can help us. If I wanted to, I could hedge today on XLU, but I'm not going to go ahead and hedge on this one. I am still working on things like that, like a little pairs trade action, uh, but we'll see if this can get that next step up there. If XLU gets through 71.75, well, it cannot be looking good there for my Duke as we start pushing towards the 72. We'll just have to wait. As yesterday, XLU looked really weak. We'll look to see if it turns around tomorrow. All right, hold it for a bloody day, bro. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm hanging in there. One thing, at least with Duke, you don't have to worry about the stock just getting away from me too much, right? Even if it does go up, maybe it goes up a point. It's not going to move like five or six points. Look at the average true range. That's one way of measuring volatility. You guys can see on the daily for Duke, it's about 2.18. So wouldn't expect to see too much more than a two-point move in duke all right that's probably gonna do it for us stop the clock says eks definitely stop the clock we'll see what happens in the market tomorrow uh it's definitely a day where we got a ton of news i feel like the market was gonna have a direction and i feel like it was heading for that january effect minutes knocked us right back down now the only question is in the overnight action do we get that next rip up going towards the 385 or will we come in tomorrow closer towards the 381 and starting to head towards the 380s? Big levels to watch, 377 above 387. Somewhere in between there, it's going to be very important. Another thing to notice is, of course, more volatility starting to jump up on the average true range. We'll see what happens here. If this keeps spiking, will we get a downturn right back towards the 377? We got to watch out as we've been trading sideways here and we're going to break this range eventually. But definitely smash the like if you guys enjoyed today's content and who knows where January goes, so does the year. Well, I hope it doesn't end into the red as I feel like a lot of traders are really trying to be optimistic even though the current environment hasn't truly changed. This is what we need to keep in mind, team. I have a tendency of always asking myself one question. What is the current environment? And does my trade follow that current environment? And if it doesn't, what will get that to change so that I can know the timing of my trade? I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Check out pre-market prep. Don't miss us 8 a.m. Eastern every single morning. Hope you guys had a great day. Appreciate you guys joining today. Seems like you guys stuck around even though I didn't have Joel. Like always, we'll keep working to up our skills, and I'll see you in the morning, bright and early. Mark Chaikin will be our guest tomorrow on Pre-Market Prep. Don't miss it, team. Like always, we'll see what happens. There's never one way to trade. And like always, if someone tells you they ain't losing, well, they probably ain't trading. Let's just be honest. I'll see you next time, team. Hit the like button and keep working on your skills to get that next step up. It's the only way ever learning. And if you guys want to join us for the book club that I'm opening up, it's the financial book club for Benzinga. I'm going to be running it team. I want you guys to join. 
I know a lot of you guys in the at the close team really like to work on your skills and take it to the next level. So join us in our book club. Just threw up the form. So if you want to sign up and the best part about this is that you're going to get a kind of a behind the scenes outlook by joining in on the club. And of course, everybody else can wait till they get that kind of edited release. You'll be able to join in on the recording, have fun, open discussion, talk about what you want to talk about, especially on topics in finance. We'll see you next time, team. Smash the like. We'll be right